0: From the Alan Samuel Studios, this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics.
1: We're down to 9.8 seconds left. State really defending the inbounds. They get it into Jada who fires it up wildly. No good. Offensive rebound by Sarah misses the putback attempt. Walker travels as she tries to grab the rebound, and Baylor will get another crack at it.
2: So I had told Jada so that no one thinks she was taking a crazy shot there. I had told her that if they raked her across the arm when she turned, to, to shoot it, you know, and he was yelling foul. Everybody in the building knew that they were trying to foul um, and they didn't call it, you know, but, but it was actually a pretty smart play.
0: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com. By Kaleo Wealth Management and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, forty-five forty-one West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
1: And it'll be Jada Walker to play it in beneath the basket. Desperation time for the Bears. Need a three to tie. Jada looking, looking, looking. Lobs it into Dre. Dribbles behind the arc. A three attempt is blocked. Got it back. Fires it up, and it's no good. Kansas State holds on for the victory 58 to 55.
2: We did a lot of good things. We had a really strong defensive effort. Um, she'll tell you that too. Our shots didn't fall. Um, we we definitely needed some more of those shots to fall in the second half. We wouldn't be talking about this if we would just made foul shots. You know, like we, we wouldn't be here. And I know they can say the same thing, but like we're a good foul shooting team. Like this is, you know, so this was not us.
0: Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports
1: Media Network. Derek Smith with the call alongside Lori Fogelman last night from Foster Pavilion. Heard from Coach Nikki Collin in there, Bella Fontleroy as well. Baylor women, uh, you can tell by the highlight cuts. In fact, Derek's final call, Baylor's uh, fall to Kansas State, 58-58. 55 last night in Foster Pavilion. Welcome in John Morris show on a Tuesday, a rainy Tuesday again here in central Texas. We're glad you're with us this afternoon alongside Aaron Sexton. We'll look at that game. Uh, We'll look at the big 12 schedule overall. The men off until Saturday hosting TCU three o'clock Saturday afternoon in Foster Pavilion and visit with Jerry Hill coming up in the hour Always look forward to our visits with, uh, with the Baylor insider, Jerry Hill. But uh, the Baylor women last night, tough loss. Kansas State came in and uh, locked down defensive team as was expected, uh, especially when they went to a zone defensively in the second quarter. Aaron did you notice that halftime it was uh what 39 to 30 Baylor led by 9 points at halftime 39 30 then they came out and scored only 8 points in the third quarter and 8 points in the fourth quarter and lost the game by 3 Yeah
3: that's not going to do it
1: That's no It was
3: very it was very similar to the Baylor men against Kansas
1: State You know you said, terrible said that terrible
3: shooting true. night including at the free throw line yeah. which basically as Coach Collin alluded to, cost costing the game, you know, yeah. if they shoot their normal percentage, just like with the men when they lost to Kansas State, they're going to win that game. Uh, you know, the and the ending was tough because they got three three chances and didn't really get a clean look right. at the end. That was probably the most disappointing thing about last night. But yeah, it was it, it's tough when you when you're just not getting any shots to fall, and then you know the, the way to counteract that, so to speak, drive, and get to the free throw line. And get to the line. And they did yeah. that, and then they couldn't make free throws either. Yeah. So it was it was very much, I thought, like the uh, Baylor men versus Kansas.
1: That's State. a really good comparison. That's good. I didn't think about that till you said it. But a uh, lot of similarities there. Baylor was 9 of 17, shooting free throws 53%. 4 of 19, shooting threes. That was uh, 21%. Uh, You know, not to pick on anybody, but Sarah Andrews 0 for 4 from three-point range. Uh, And overall, just, you know, not a good shooting night overall. Baylor was at 40%. But that's part of K-State's game. uh, And especially, uh, well, against Baylor at least, when they went to that zone, Baylor not able to – to get much uh, points, uh, sixteen total in the second half. Uh, turnovers were also a factor. Baylor had twenty turnovers in the game. Uh, now K State had twenty as well, but it just seemed like it seemed like Baylor's were in the worst possible situations when they had those turnovers. Here's Nikki Collin following the game last night. Uh, So, for Baylor, this was their first loss against a uh, top-20 ranked team. K-State had moved up to number four in the nation yesterday. And uh, Coach Collin asked, uh, you know, how tough that is to lose, uh, to play a top-25 team and not get the win.
2: Yeah, we were up at nine and a half. I mean, we were up nine and a half. That's why. Um, You know, I think we had the home court. We only get them once this season. you know, I think we did a lot of things right in the first half. I thought we started the game, and we were in, we were hacking the heck out of them, and, and not communicating on D, um, but scoring. But we 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 kind of figured things out, and then our defense just really really got good. I thought as the first half went along, and our offense was steady, and we just, you know, I thought Dre's. Quick foul in the third really hurt us. Uh, we got to be more disciplined on people's shot fakes. I thought anytime they looked at the rim, we, we got up in a stance, um, you know, and, and, and they made us pay. Um, so it's just like we lost we lost momentum. You know, I, I thought I thought we had really really good moments from our bench. You know, I thought Jana hit a couple of big shots. I thought she was solid um, defensively. Like there was there probably wasn't a situation one time tonight where I said, oh wow, well they took advantage of Jana. You know, and and they they played Saturday too and traveled. So we we've got no excuses. We pay, played our bench um, as much as we've played it in the last month. So we we really didn't have any excuses for like why we looked like the more tired team.
1: Nikki Collin last night following the game, a uh, very uh, succinct assessment of the loss, 58-50. You know, Baylor led by nine at halftime. They led by 13 points um, with 529 to play. So late in the game, is that right? Yeah, I mean, according to the score sheet, they led by 13 with 529 to play and then lost the game uh, by three. Uh, Baylor led the game 31 and a half minutes. Kansas State led it for four minutes and seven seconds. But all that matters is the uh, score at the end. So all those things a, a little bit confounding from a Baylor perspective. But credit K State; they've won 19 of their 20 games this year. They are 19 and one. They are seven and zero in Big 12 play. I think that's wrong. I think they're eight and zero in Big 12 play. Double check with the win yesterday. Yeah, they're eight zero in the conference. And they're, uh, they're, you know, three games up on Baylor in the loss column, if you want to start looking at that. Um, they've got a game-and-a-half lead on the second-place teams, Iowa State and Oklahoma. Or Iowa State 6-1, and one. Oklahoma is 5-1. and one. That's on the women's side. So, tough loss for the Baylor women next game Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock, they'll be in Stillwater to play against Oklahoma State. Um, that was the only game on the women's side last night in the Big 12. Tonight, there's one game UCF at TCU. I think TCU's going to field a team. I think They're going to play a game tonight.
3: Yeah, right? they uh, added a volleyball player. I
1: saw that. And yeah. So they
3: got an extra body. I don't know how many else. who else have they added, but enough to field a team, which is good.
1: That is good to get back out there. After they basically forfeited their last two scheduled games, because they said they didn't have enough uh, healthy bodies to be out there. So that's the women's side of the Big 12. There was a uh, big Monday game on the men's side last night. Let's look at that after a break. Talk about that. Look ahead to the Baylor men also at home hosting uh, TCU coming up on Saturday. We'll do all that when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us on this Monday afternoon. Drive carefully out there if you're in the school pickup line. Be careful, just give yourself some extra stopping distance wherever you are. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas. Two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown. Or Alliance Bank, where you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. Needs. We're coming to you from the, what did I say? Meads. Meads? Yeah. <laughs> Do I say that read every day
3: and I can't say it? Yeah. It's a, I don't know if it, I don't know. There's a lot of not a lot of meat around anymore. Beats. So I don't know it's a common mistake, but they're very similar words, so I can see it. Sure. It's just me. I didn't know you'd been drinking in any uh, yeah, yeah, in some medieval taverns, apparently. <laughs> no, no, don't
1: start that rumor. Let's see if I can get this right. We're also brought to you by uh, by Alan Samuels. Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. On the web at alansamuelsdcj.com.
4: Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball on ESPN Central Texas.
1: The 13th ranked Baylor women back in action Sunday in Stillwater against Oklahoma State. 1230 for the countdown to tip off. 1 p.m. tip off Sunday. Follow
4: the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman here on the flagship station for Baylor women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas.
5: Okay everyone, check this
1: out from Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at Diomori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by DeMori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. DeMori Fine Jewelers at demorifinejewelers.com. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 8080.
0: I'm Joe Kaleo. Businesses are driven
1: by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision
0: to life.
2: Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our Client Relationship Summary Disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash Relationship Summary.
4: Central Texas, it's time to support our youth. You're invited to attend the 2024 McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair February 5th through the 9th at Extraco Co. Events Center in Waco. More than 500 McLennan County 4-H and FFA students will be exhibiting livestock for an opportunity to sell at the annual Sale of Champions Friday, February 9th at 6.30 p.m. Last year's sale brought in a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. For more information, call 254-722-2597 and like the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show on Facebook.
1: with us rainy in central texas be careful out there drive carefully uh it's uh it's two plus inches of rain uh, everywhere yeah it it, it's and more a lot more than that in some places
3: absolutely and it's a it it was only heavy for maybe 30 45 minutes but it's been steady all day it's collecting so yeah be careful uh especially in in low parts of waco which there are a lot of you know the, the water collects and It could be dangerous driving, so be careful.
1: Yep, very good point. We are brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. At the Baylor Club, guests enjoy panoramic views of the Baylor campus, the Brazos River, and downtown Waco. Host your next function with confidence at the Baylor Club and let their certified event planner handle all your requests with ease. They can accommodate groups of most any sizes Check it out on the web, thebaylorclub.com. Give them a call at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home. Going through some renovations there, Aaron. We were there uh, with the live shows last Friday, and that uh, dining area on the third floor is is blocked off as they do some major, major renovations. So it'll be fun to see what it looks like when they finish that. So, we love the Baylor Club, check it all out on the web, thebaylorclub.com. All right, uh Big Monday last night, uh first one of the year, it was surprise surprise from Lawrence, Kansas. 7th ranked Kansas beat Cincinnati 74-69. Cincinnati is 2 and 4 in the league. They're 13 and 6 overall. That's a pretty good team, you know, to be 2 and 4 and they played right with Kansas for much of the game. Jayhawks won it late, but uh, Cincinnati, one of those teams that is uh not a bad team at all, but they are I mean much much better than not a bad team, but they're sitting at 2 and 4 in conference play.
3: Yeah, they're going to they're going to give everybody they play a game and they're going to beat quite a few teams. Yeah. It's just <laughs> this conference is ridiculous. Yeah,
1: that's true. So 74-69 was the final four games tonight. Texas plays at 11th-ranked Oklahoma, 6 o'clock on ESPN. West Virginia at UCF, 6 o'clock Central Time on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Fourth-ranked Houston plays at number 21 BYU, 8 o'clock on Big 12 Now. I'm interested to see that game tonight. Fourth-ranked Houston, uh, on the road, uh, going into that uh, you know that huge crowd environment. I'm sure they'll be jazzed up tonight, uh, 21st-ranked BYU. That's 8 o'clock tonight. It's on Big 12 now on ESPN+.
3: And it's quite the uh, contrast in style. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> it should be a great matchup. Yeah. I, I think I know how it's going to end up, but you never know.
1: If the game's in the 80s, who wins?
3: <laughs> if the game's in the 80s, BYU's byu got a great
1: shot. If the game's in the 50s,
3: then you can... Count on Houston probably winning.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's the way they play. So that is tonight, eight o'clock. Also eight o'clock tonight on ESPN two. TCU, Baylor's next opponent, plays at Oklahoma State. Going into the games tonight, Tech and Kansas State sitting at four and one leading the league. Kansas, Houston, Oklahoma, Baylor, and Iowa State are all three and two. BYU, TCU, Texas, UCF, West Virginia are all two and three. mentioned Cincinnati's two and four, Oklahoma State. Hosting TCU tonight is 0 and 5. So wild, wild race going, and it continues tonight around the Big 12 Conference, those four games this evening. Uh, And we don't usually uh, talk a lot of NBA here in the uh, 2 o'clock hour, Aaron, but, uh, man, I sure noticed what what Joel Embiid (laughs) did. The Kansas grad, the Kansas product, what a night for him.
3: Yeah, incredible. 70 points, 18 rebounds, Man. career high in both. It was so such an awesome night. Carl Anthony Towns, the former Kentucky standout, and all-pro player in his own right, although not an MVP player like Embiid. He had 62, Gee. and nobody's really talking about You're it right. because Embiid had 70. It was an incredible performance, and as much as I love Luka, there's, there's nobody playing better than Embiid right now.
1: 70 points against the Spurs. Yes. Yeah. And and
3: and Wimanyama, who's
1: an outstanding defensive player. You would, yeah. 70 and uh, 18 or 19 rebounds last night. So, what a performance that was last night. All right. uh, Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, let's visit with our friend Jerry Hill. uh, Talk all things Baylor. We'll have that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys, Pioneer Steel and Pipe 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6 in Waco. Quality and reliability is what Pioneer Steel and Pipe offers with metal roofing. They stock a large variety of panels and colors to ensure your satisfaction when picking out your roof. They also offer structural steel and pipe sheet and expanded metal, culverts and gates, H-braces and fence posts, and purlin tubing beams and weld plates. They've got it all. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, locations in Waco and Bryan, Open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon, 24-7 on the web at PioneerBoys.com. Remember, they deliver and unload. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. And we're brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged.
4: Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday, live from Rudy's, with the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
1: Join us Thursday and hear from equestrian head coach Casey Maxwell and men's basketball head coach Scott Crew.
4: That's Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show here on the home of the Bears,
1: ESPN Central Texas.
5: Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota.
1: Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco Values.
5: In the market for a quality metal building since 1943 pioneer okay so what's the most important part about your house no it's not that bar or even the man cave think about it the most important thing is your roof it has to withstand all that mother nature can throw your way so it makes sense to have the best mcadams and sons roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset experienced professionals using only the best materials Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate, UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I
0: love my windows. They've got that brand-new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. It's time for our weekly visit with Jerry Hill, Baylor Athletics Director of Sports Journalism. Here are J. and Jerry and Aaron Sexton. Welcome back to John Morris Show
1: on a rainy Tuesday in Central Texas alongside Aaron Sexton in the Alan Samuel Studios. We welcome in our good friend and we hope yours, Jerry Hill. Boogie in as he joins us. Okay, we got two dancing questions
6: for
3: you first, Jerry. Aaron, what was <laughs> yours? Right. Did you see John Har- John Harbaugh dance after they beat the Texans?
6: I did not see that. I need to look that up.
3: Okay, yeah, you, you've uh, he is uh, he was very robotic because he didn't. I guess <laughs> I don't. I think he didn't want to look silly. He's
1: no Jerry Hill. Right. No, exactly. He's yeah, way
3: yeah. too self conscious. He was way too <laughs> right. tight dancing. I really did. Right. I was like, see, Jerry would just be. Yeah. Doing his thing and yeah. not worried about right. it, and he's obviously worried about it.
1: That's great. The other one is: Did you see Travis Kelsey shirtless, <laughs> kind of dancing up in the booth? Yeah. Did you see that?
6: I, that would have been Jason Kelsey, right? Uh,
1: which one? Yeah, Jason. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Jason. You're right.
6: Jason
1: Kelsey, whose season is not over.
6: I heard about. The, I heard did hear about that one. <laughs> I think he, I think he might have been imbibing. Maybe you think. <laughs> I I think maybe um, not to judge, but I, I think that there might have been some alcohol involved.
1: Yeah, shirt off in and the see, suite in Buffalo. Right. Yeah,
6: yeah. Oh, you think? Yeah, mm. but see, that's I think that John, I think that's what makes mine unique is it never <laughs> includes alcohol. Like, <laughs> that's right. That's, that's just that's just me on diet coke. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> let's put that rumor to rest. No alcohol whatsoever. No alcohol. That's all natural for you. So, that's great.
6: Uh, yeah. All
1: right. All right. Let's talk uh, about the women first. Tough loss last night to a really good Kansas State team.
6: Yeah, John. I mean, obviously Kansas State was playing without you know its best player, one of the best players in the nation, in the Yoka Lee, six six center. Um, but uh, you know they're and we we said it going in. They're still really good, you know. And and but at the same time, you know, for you know most of the game, Baylor led and was you know not in control necessarily, but, you know, just led the whole way. uh, And then just couldn't score really the whole second half, but particularly in that fourth quarter, just really struggled, uh, you know, getting the ball in the hoop. And uh, so that was, that was ultimately the difference is, uh, you know, and and it wasn't like Kansas state made a ton either. It's just, this is Kansas state's game. They play defense. um, You know, Baylor scored 39 in the first half and that's, that's way more than K-State is used to giving up. and uh, But, again, just couldn't uh, sustain that in the second half. Uh, you know, I believe they went 2 of 14 uh, from three-point range in that second half, 6 of 26 overall, mm. uh, and just scored 16 points. So, yeah, that's not enough to beat a, a top-five team, had a chance to beat uh, a top-five team for the third time this year, which is amazing, but uh, just couldn't get it done in the, in the last you know couple minutes there.
1: And one thing Nikki mentioned after the game was the free throws. I mean, only 9 yeah. of 17, 53% yep. free throws.
6: Yeah, that was tough. I mean, and, and and some of it was, you know, ones that don't normally miss. I mean, I think even Sarah Andrews missed a free throw. I was like, that's when you know that it's the <laughs> night, it's just maybe just not your night when right. Sarah Andrews misses a free throw. I mean, obviously she's had her struggles, um, you know, from three-point lately. But, uh, man, she's usually just ice from uh, – from the free throw line. So it was just, uh, again, a tough night. Um, you know, you and I talked about it earlier. It was a little bit different rotations than what we're normally used to seeing. Denae Fritz was out there quite a bit. Jenna Van Gietenbake uh, hit two, three pointers. Um, Denae contributed quite a bit in, in a lot of minutes really. So it was just a different rotation, uh, matchup wise. Uh, I know that, uh, Jada Walker went out at one point with a little bit of a back injury. So, Maybe that was some of it too, just having to play some of the other guards to to give her some rest. But uh, yeah, John, they had had it right there. You know, had a chance to you know really kind of get within one in the uh, loss column. But now you're now you're three games back basically in the loss column. So uh, a lot of ground to make up, and uh, and don't get to play them again. That's right. that's the tough part in this unbalanced schedule is you don't get to see them again.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Baylor led by 9 at halftime as you mentioned I need to correct something I said earlier um uh, looking at the box score it said they had a 13 point lead was Baylor's biggest lead of the game yep. and I thought that was second half but it was second quarter so that yeah. was their biggest think, lead of the game second quarter
6: Right yeah I think they were up uh let's see I guess it was 33-20 and 35-22 Okay um yeah so 13 points in the second quarter and and you know and I think that's kind of where it started to shift a little bit because I think it was I think Nikki said it was like halfway through the second quarter uh, that Kansas State switched to that zone defense and that you know and they've struggled against that pretty much against everybody who they play and and like she said after the game you just kind of you got to expect that other teams are going to use that now when when they've seen you struggle against the zone All right, Baylor uh, with
1: that loss last night tough one the first loss uh, at home this year and the first loss in Foster Pavilion but the Baylor women have now dropped three of their last four. So, tough stretch going, and now they go to Stillwater to play Oklahoma State on Sunday.
6: Yeah, and that's, you know, John, that's never an easy trip. I mean, you remember with the men, men going up there earlier. I right. mean, that's just a – it's a tough trip. It's a tough place to play. Um, you know, Oklahoma State is is kind of right there with you in the conference. Uh, right now, I believe they're four and three as well. So, uh, you know, should be a good game up there. But, you know, Baylor really needs to win one, to kind of get back on that track. And then, you know, they'll be uh, hosting uh, t- right now, 10th ranked Texas uh, next Thursday, February one. So you'd really like to get one here and, and, you know, kind of get back on that winning track. You've already beaten, you know, UT down there and, and you got to have some confidence that you can beat them here. But I think they really need to get the kind of mojo back and, get a win under their belt and maybe have a little momentum going into that Texas game on Thursday.
1: That brings up an interesting question. And then let me, let me uh, ask you this. I asked coach drew this when we recorded Mm -hmm. pregame last week, but the question I asked was, is there a different mindset going into a game when you know, you're going to play a team only once or know that you're going to play them twice? You know, because right. the second time you can make adjustments. Um, right. And his answer was, no, you just want to win the whatever game you're playing, yeah. which does yeah. make sense. Yeah. But
5: but so what do you think yeah. about that?
6: Every, yeah, every game, I guess, is its own animal yeah. uh, in a sense. But, yeah, I mean, in my mind anyway, and I'm not a coach, I was like 2-13 and 13 or something as a little league coach, so I'm I'm not a very good coach. <laughs> but I will say my thought is, you know, in the, particularly when you have them, you know, two games like that. If you have a second chance at them, yeah, you can make some changes. You can, you know, do some uh, tweaks a little bit, you know, and have a maybe have a better chance at second game. Or you know, if you won the first one, you know, kind of, you, I think you're still going to tweak things a little bit, and you know, because that team knows what to expect from you. Um, so I, I do think it's a little different because you are playing them a second time. And you do get that. I I just think, you know, that we, we kind of got spoiled, John, but that double round Robin was just such a great way to to determine a conference champion. I mean, in today's world and in all the expansion and stuff, you're just not going to be able to do that unless that's all the games you play. Um, But, you know, that was just the ideal situation. And and I really think you're probably going to see some conference champions uh, a little bit determined by the schedule they play. So that's, that's a shame, um, but, you know, it's the cards you're dealt. Uh, I remember, you know, uh, Coach McGuire in, in the fall talking about, man, they, they just had a killer road schedule, and it was just, you know, what what it was drawn up as. Yeah, and luck know, of the draw, right? You had to play them. Right. You know, yeah, luck of the draw, and I think that's a, a little bit with basketball. Now, it is a little bit of luck of the draw that, uh, you know, that the women aren't going to play k-state again um the men do play k-state again don't
1: no they? they don't no just once
6: okay, so up there for them too. Um, right yeah so that's tough you know you you really want that second chance against them and you know maybe you get a chance at them in the big 12 tournament but that's the other part john is you know just as competitors you want another shot at somebody if they've beaten you you know like the baylor women getting beat by Kansas like that they they right. certainly want another shot at them because they were you know they just were not at their best that night so you really want that second shot, you know, at somebody to, you know, to kind of make amends, get a little revenge, whatever it is. But yeah, you know, in some of these cases, they're just not getting that.
1: I've always thought that in a rematch, you know, which is what we used to have, like you said, right. with the double round robin. I've always thought sure. the team that lost the first game kind of had yeah. a, a, an advantage going into the second matchup.
6: Absolutely, and particularly. Um, You know, if the second one is at home, I I think you definitely have the advantage um, because, you know, you're going to change up. You're going to make some things, you know, kind of what the other team is going to do, what they did on their home court. So now you've got a chance to not only tweak some things, but now you're playing on your home court. Now, it's a little different if you're playing on the road in that second game. True, But even then, John, I think you I think you do have the advantage of uh, maybe it's more motivation, whatever it is. I think you do have a little bit of an advantage playing that second game when you've lost the first one.
1: Yep, I agree. Jerry Hill, our guest, Baylor insider. How about the Baylor men? They, uh, you know, As you look back on it, they dropped two games last week, 0-2 overtime loss on the road at Kansas State and then uh, lost on a buzzer beater to Texas on Saturday. Uh, I- I've got to look this up or get some help from uh, matt roberts but uh doug mcnamee asked me the question the other day when was the last time the baylor men won a game on a buzzer beater mm-hmm. and to be honest I'd, i don't remember i'd have to i'd have to go back or get some help to figure that out
6: i gotta think p jack would have had a, yeah would have had a game a good in there good bet time. yeah you know um yeah i know there have been some i can't tell you when the last one was though you're right um but, yeah, that that was a tough one, John. I mean, you were there, and um, you just you kind of felt like, man, when Jalen hit that three-pointer, what a beautiful uh, shot. Right. Uh, under pressure, just, I mean, it wasn't like he was all alone either. I mean, he you know, he had kind of a guy in his face and just, you know, uh, arched it up there and, and sank it. You know, big shot, big-time shot, because otherwise you have no chance. Um, and then they, you know, uh, Tyrese Hunter just went kind of coast-to-coast. Coast and, um, you know, I – I did think Langston did about what he could do. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, all the reports were that it was a layup, and it kind of was, but it was one of those where he kind of hung in the air and and then you know hit it or shot it falling falling down off the glass. I mean, Langston did what he could. Right. Uh, you just wish somebody would have picked him up a little sooner and kept him from taking it all the way to the basket.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what our, our analyst uh, Aaron Sexton said. You got to. <laughs> You had to pick him up earlier, right. make him change direction, slow him up a little bit. You slow him up a little bit, he doesn't have time to hit the layup because right. it, it right. went down literally to the final tenth of a second. So a tough loss there, and the Baylor men hosting TCU on Saturday. That'll be fun Saturday, 3 o'clock in Foster Pavilion. Um, Jerry, I know you keep a close eye on track and field. Also, they had some really good performances uh, this past weekend out in Lubbock, didn't they?
6: Yeah, it was huge, John. I mean, Nathaniel Ezekiel – Uh, The Nigerian, I believe he's a junior now, um, you know, known more as a hurdler. uh, But indoors, he just, you know, kind of, you want to run him some just because he's so good. I mean, so talented. They've run him some in the 400, uh, maybe even an 800. Uh, I think he ran like a 153, 800, maybe in that opening meet. Um, But yeah, and this one uh, ran the fastest NCAA record in the 600 yard dash for a bank track, Um, you know, uh, big time race out there in Lubbock at the Corky Classic, Corky Oglesby, um, who was a great friend of Clyde Hart. So uh, yeah, that was a great one. And then the pole vaulters, the women pole vaulters uh, just continue to really, you know, put up some great marks. I believe, you know, theirs is like the second or and they both have the same thing over 13 feet. And it's like the second or third best mark in the nation uh, and the best, I think maybe at under 20. So uh yeah john i mean they're off to a great start and I, I think i saw where the women are now ranked 16th in the nation so great start for them i mean it's only two meets in but they've really like you said they have put up some great performances already
1: and baseball and softball softball's practicing baseball's about to start uh tennis and golf are going for the spring <laughs> you got to find some yeah. good weather to play uh, play golf this time yeah. of year don't you
6: well, and you know, it was funny because, you know, men's tennis was out there in Arizona the day before. And I was thinking, well, is women's golf going to be able to play yesterday, you know, knowing that uh, Arizona had had some rain and stuff? But uh, sure enough, they were able to get that in and um, actually played really well. You know, there were three top 25 teams that finished one, two, three, uh, but the women really closed well. Uh, they were actually fifth in the five team tournament until the last few holes and uh, really closed well and shot seven under. As a team, and, and, and only a couple of shots, I believe, behind Arizona or Arizona State, and, and UCLA was there as well. Um, so, you know, good opener for them and had some really good performances out there. So, uh, yeah, that was a great start for them, too. Just 18 hole tournament uh, just to kind of kick things off in the spring. And uh, you mentioned tennis, men's tennis won a match uh, last week. Uh, you know, that was against Arizona State. Um, and it went right down to the wire, four three last match on. And uh, Oscar Brustrom Polson, I think that's Oscar. I just call him Oscar.
5: Oscar. Uh,
6: Oscar. <laughs> Oscar won a three setter and pulled it out. They won four three. And I, John, that was big. I mean, because you know, I mean, uh, you don't you don't want to lose that one, knowing that at that point you were going to be playing number sixteen, Arizona, and then you're going back out there this week. Um, you know, in the ITA kickoff weekend. So you really didn't want to drop that Arizona state game or Arizona state match. So that was a good one. And now they go back out there and they play Tulane on Friday in the first round of the ITA kickoff weekend. And I believe they're going for like their 14th consecutive trip to the ITA kickoff. And they've done, oh, wow. I know at least three of them on the road, which is, you know, really unheard of because you're your higher seated team are the ones that are hosting, and and you know they've they've been able to beat knock off higher seeded teams. I think it was at least two of the last you know four years or something. So uh, trying to do that again uh, won't be easy. Arizona's really good, uh, but they got a shot, and I, I think it's one of those deals where they they believe they can do it.
1: Very cool. Well, great to visit with you. We appreciate it. Uh, stay warm, stay dry, and we'll see you back at the office.
6: Hey John, do you think we could uh, maybe kind of throw in Professor of Journalism in that intro as well? Can we, do,
1: um, can we, Aaron? What do you think? Can
6: we do something? I think we can do that. I may get voted down on that. <laughs> one. Professor,
1: no. Professor Jerry Hill. I think it's fitting. I think we could do that. I mean, it's accurate. It's yeah. true now, so well, we'll, we'll work on that.
6: Okay, we'll get All the right. we'll thank
1: get that guys. to the voice guide to record.
6: <laughs> thank yeah. you guys. Appreciate it. All
1: right, Professor. Thank you very much. Jerry Hill with us, Professor Jerry Hill. Uh, he is a professor. He is uh, he's teaching a class now in sports writing uh, at Baylor, started this spring. So, isn't that great, Jerry? Giving back, uh, filling young minds with all his knowledge that he's acquired through the years. Those
3: lucky young minds.
1: Oh, isn't that the <laughs> truth? We've asked him, our athletic communication staff, asked him if we could um, kind of kind of uh, crash his class one day. Hey, he's he's a little bit afraid of all of us coming in at one time. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. (laughs) It'd be fun. It would be fun. All right. Thanks to Jerry. Appreciate him and appreciate his friendship. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. We are brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management. Building a relationship with each client is the staff at Kaleo Wealth Management's ultimate goal. 200 West Highway 6 in Waco. Call them at 254-751-5050. Give them a call and tell Joe that we sent you by. We're also brought to you by ATDS, American Truck Driving School, assisting companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. So much freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school. Now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Only requirements are you must have a valid Texas driver's license, check, no outstanding tickets or warrants, check, check, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical, check, and check. They train and test on manual transmissions, which sets them apart from other schools in the area. They don't want their students to have an automatic restriction on their license. Starting a new class every two weeks. They also have weekend classes available. Here is the number for ATDS. Call them at 254-829-1694. I'll give it to you again if you're writing it down. 254-829-1694. And get your employee enrolled to obtain their CDL license. Baylor
4: Big 12 basketball on ESPN Central Texas
1: Baylor basketball welcomes TCU into Foster Pavilion this Saturday Two thirty for the countdown to tip off 3 p.m. tip off Saturday
4: follow the Bears through the Big 12 conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball ESPN Central Texas
0: Manningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more.
1: The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more.
0: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
1: Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. 2024 is here, and it couldn't be a better time to purchase your next new Chevrolet. For an example, Silverado is as much as $10,000 off. Traverses, $5,000 off. And the all-new Equinox, $3,000 off. And we also have the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory folks that we've seen in years. And we don't play any of the games or gimmicks, just honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away at McGregor or treat you like family. Find new roads.
6: At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality.
5: Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar, or even the man cave. Think about it, the most important thing is your roof.
3: Love grows where my rosemary goes. No, that's no? Not oh. it. no, no, no.
1: <laughs> I don't know what the name of it is, but <laughs> that's, not it. that's not it. that. <laughs> um, what's the name of that one?
3: Ooh. I don't either.
1: I'll check you. I'll report back to you. I'll find out. But it's not love grows where my <laughs> rosemary goes. <laughs> All right, welcome back, Alan Samuels Studios, brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Aaron, uh, Matt Mosley is coming in here in about nine minutes. Well, let's see, it's nine minutes till three, so he'll be in here in about 10 or 11 minutes from right now. What do you guys have planned between three and six this afternoon?
3: We will talk with Bailermans Basketball head coach Scott Drew as nice. they get ready for TCU, coming off a couple of losses. Coach Drew will talk about that having the week off after those losses. He will talk about that also. Spoiler alert: He's not a big fan
1: <laughs> of the of the time off
3: I, 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 coming off two tough losses like they are. Yeah, he specifically said that he's like it's not ideal, right. to get. I would agree. To get a week off when you're coming off two tough losses like right. that. So. Right. Well, he'll, he'll talk about that. He'll talk about Joel Embiid's 70-point performance, and he and Matt discuss some of the greatest uh, performances he's seen in his time as Baylor's head coach in the wow. Big 12, and he's he he uh, he's got some great ones. So that's all coming up at 3.30. We will hear from Baylor men's basketball head coach Scott Drew. A great interview.
1: Very good. All right, look forward to that. Uh, Bears back in action on Saturday, hosting TCU. All right, our man Bruce. Comes through. That was Booker T. and the MGs is who that was. Oh, okay. That's who that. Bruce, uh, extra credit if you know the name of the song, but thanks for that. Booker T. and the MGs. He also corrects me about uh, Jason Kelsey. He wasn't in the suite. With Taylor Swift. He was out in front of the switch yes, So he out jumped in the, out the elements. Window. <laughs> yeah. And picked up some, Shirtless. some kid too, some young girl picked her up in his arm. Yeah, him. it
3: was a Buffalo fan with a a, a sign, sign for Taylor Swift. That's it. Yeah. So he he picked her up and took her up. There was <laughs> Taylor Swift could see it. And she was on the news uh the day after uh yesterday, and she's right. obviously still over the moon about oh the whole my gosh, thing. Oh gosh, that's pretty funny. exciting.
1: Shirtless. Yeah. In twenty twenty-one degree weather. Thank you, Bruce, for that. I appreciate it. Glad to see Bruce is okay. He's uh, he's the biggest Bills fan I know. Yeah. And had to be disappointing.
3: Yeah, it's brutal, man. I just, <laughs> uh, it's, we, we talked about it yesterday, but it's it's tough being a Bills fan. Uh, put, it the, put it that way.
1: <laughs> you know, part of it, what it was, Terrell Bernard didn't play Sunday. That was a big part Might of it. Might have been. about a, a guy that
3: should have been all pro his rookie year that's definitely going to be, I think, all pro this year and uh yeah he was a huge part of their defense one of the best defensive players in the league in only a second year look at it just go google his stats yeah and you'll be like what 150 tackles yeah. you know oh, great four and a half sacks or whatever you know i mean and it, that's not the exact but it's you know you'll see the sacks and the and the forced fumbles and fumble recoveries and interceptions you be like oh man he had an incredible year yeah. yeah he really did he's had incredible years both his years in the nfl
1: all right, so uh, end of the road for uh, Terrell Bernard and the uh, Buffalo Bills this past weekend. Bruce, always great to hear from you. Share some birthdays with you. It is Khalif Muhammad's birthday. Khalif, former uh, kind of a slash player for Baylor, receiver, running back, caught a lot of balls out of the backfield. Great guy. Happy birthday to Khalif Muhammad. Uh, it's Megan Malhotra's birthday today. Megan, the better half for AD Malhotra. Um, now out in Phoenix, uh, Arizona. Happy birthday to Megan it's Kelly Hogan's birthday today. It's the crime dog, Wesley McGriff's birthday. Wesley, uh, former Baylor football assistant, has been a lot of places. I think he's still at Auburn right now as an assistant. But happy birthday to Wesley McGriff. It is Matt Park's birthday today. Matt is the play-by-play voice for the Syracuse Orange. Great guy. Happy birthday to Matt. Mm, I think that's it. I think that's all that I have. Aaron, who do you have on the birthday list?
3: Got a few today. We'll start with former UFC light heavyweight champion Tito Ortiz, who turns 49. Yes, lead singer Robin Zander turns 70. The great Anita Baker, who we were talking in the commercial break, wish she would make some kind of comeback. Yeah. she was. She's fantastic. She turns 66. Tiffany the Amber Thiessen who played Kelly Kapowski in Saved by the Bell, turns 50. And last but certainly not least, Mariska
1: uh, I, Hargitay.
3: Yes. Yeah. I always have it until I go back to reading. it. Right. I could practice it 20 times. Mariska Hargitay. Who, only Mariska I know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who uh, obviously has starred on Law & Order SVU as uh, Detective Benson for over 20 years now. Yeah. She is 60 today, so happy birthday.
1: And, and let me say, I don't know her. I just know of her. No, I understand. I know the name yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> yes. of her. All right, one other big one. You'll agree with me on this one. Johnny Tusa's birthday today. Oh,
3: absolutely. Happy birthday, Coach. Happy
1: birthday to Coach Tusa. Want to save you for the, uh, for the last. Save the best for last. Happy birthday, Coach Tusa. All right, uh, mention this on the way out. Uh, tomorrow is the Waco Chamber first pitch luncheon. So, we'll have baseball and softball coaches from Baylor and MCC there. And Cody Bradford, Baylor grad and Texas Rangers pitcher, will be the keynote speaker tomorrow. So, really look forward to that. Uh, it is 1130 to 1 tomorrow. It's at the Waco Convention Center. If you're listening to us, it they had to bump locations this year. It's at the Waco Convention Center So uh, we'll talk all about that tomorrow and look forward to uh, seeing and hearing from Cody Bradford tomorrow at the Waco Chamber First Pitch Luncheon. Thanks to Jerry Hill, who's on with us. Aaron, thanks for making everything work. And now stay tuned. The Matt Mosley Show is coming up next.
6: I consider this kind of a tennis town.
4: Baylor, Big 12 Women's Basketball on
5: ESPN Central Texas.
1: The 13th-ranked Baylor women back in action Sunday in Stillwater.